0: Hey there, this is Andrew, bringing you another KeyForge deck reveal and review. This will be a Dark Tidings deck. Ooh, and we kind of uncovered the name here, so let's see. This is... Ooh, I like this one. The Hacker that is honestly Voltaic. Uh, That's pretty cool. So, uh, we're going to guess Logos, I think, there. Um, I'm going to guess Star Alliance, and untamed so let's see what we get here oh we did get logos and star alliance but then we got Sarian, not untamed that's fun all right and cool little thing there um very nice all right i just went ahead and scanned it in really quick just uh, without looking at any of the cards in it so that uh if we get a guess the SAS later, we can figure it out pretty quick. So um, out of Logos, I am expecting to draw cards, to archive cards. Out of Star Alliance, I am expecting some abilities to uh, use cards out of house cool upgrades, things like that. They're both great support houses. And um, and I'll just say, too, with, with uh, both of them, we might get some Plinky damage, maybe in Star Alliance some stun-based board control. There's good board wipes in both houses. Um, and then in Sarian, I'm hoping for some Amber Control, board presence... None of these are necessarily just going to print a ton of Amber, but, uh, maybe with the draw a lot of cards, get to use stuff off house, we end up with a lot of acceleration just based on playing a lot of cards and using a lot of cards. All right. Starting with logos here. Ooh, howling pit. That's a fun one. It's an artifact, bonus Amber location. This one got a draw pip on it. That's cool. It says that each player refills their hand to one additional card. So we're both going to have one extra hand size. That's nice. Binary Moray, a great ability to archive cards. Um, Potentially sometimes you can use it twice in a turn. Uh, And with Star Alliance, we might be able to get extra uses out of it. So that's always fun. Forgive or Forget is a nice action. Um, Very flexible, right? We can archive two cards of different types from our discard pile or we can purge up to two cards from each discard pile so depending on your situation either of those can be very good i this is actually probably one of my favorite of these aura cards because um well for one thing because it it doesn't actually just mimic other cards that existed before so um like wild wormhole for example a theory or conjecture you can Clearly compared to like, well, it could be Wild Wormhole or it could be, um, why am I not thinking of it? The card that archives the top two cards of your deck for Mass Mutation that has a pip, but it just doesn't have a pip. So, but this, these are effects that haven't been on other cards, it, it, at least not in exactly this form. And in Logos, I think it's pretty good. So I like Forgive or Forget. Novu Archaeologist, also nice. Ooh, two of those. Okay. I mean, if we can get those up and running you know you can always reap or it's just a four power body or if you have a real nice combo card that you want back it's a way to get it professor garwin that's a fun way to uh retrieve cards from your archives and in fact there's a cool combo i guess where you could use forgive or forget or an Ovu archaeologist to archive a card from your discard pile and then uh put it back in your hand and get a second use out of a card that way in the same turn or uh, or just bring back a Logos card that you used before. Australis Seaboard gives us a little bit of tide control if we want it but it's also a nice four power creature with a nice reap effect so it's just a great, it's it's not, it's a good creature. It's just a good creature no matter what and it also sometimes controls the tide so that's nice. Two of those. Okay. We're pretty creature heavy here but um, I like the creatures we have. Cataloger gives us that extra archive when we, are, uh, when we take the tide. It's okay. It's not one of my favorite cards. Infomorph. That's where we got that draw pit from, apparently. And then here is theory or conjecture. Like I said, this is um, you know either really the same effect as Wild Wormhole or as uh, the card that is escaping my memory from Mass Mutation. really can't believe I'm forgetting it anyway but it does not have a pip so just a little iffy that way uh but I could also see you know archive the top two cards of your deck into with Professor Garwin out not bad uh I did realize the other day I'm not the first person to realize this but Garwin does come with theory or conjecture uh so we're guaranteed at least one when we got the Garwin and then but we got two all right all right let's look at the dinos. so I just really quick um, I like these creatures in Logos, they're nice, um, these are nice, I this might have been a nice Data Forge deck, something like that, but, um, still pretty cool, and we'll just have to see if we can get some extra uses out of them, maybe in, in Saurian as well as Star Alliance. All right, sorry about that. Is a rare, uh, it's an action when you play it, you destroy a creature and its controller gains one amber, um... It's, yeah, it's a good card. The fact that it, you can just destroy any creature is nice. Sometimes you can use this to give yourself an extra Amber. Um, but if your opponent has a real problem creature, then it's, you're pretty happy to, to pay the, them, the Amber to do this, uh, Siren Horn, that is a nice way to mitigate some capture potentially. Ooh, pterodactyl, um, Siren Horn on pterodactyl could be, could be pretty cool. Uh, pterodactyl's slow because it comes in stunned, so gotta worry about that. But if you get it running, uh, it, it's just insane board control. Carpe Winnum, good way to generate a couple Amber. Hornace and Octavia gives us some capture, slow capture, but, uh, in a pinch it can be good, and it's a big creature, so that's nice. Crushing Charge, now we're probably not going to want to play that because it kills so much of our board, but... Uh, I guess it'll depend on the circumstances. So yeah, we'll see. But, um, in, in the right circumstance, crushing charge can be a really important board control. We got two of those. Okay. I would've been happy with just one, I think. Uh, especially since we have some decent archives to like save it for when we need it. All right. Decadence. Um, yeah, this is nice. Uh, again, this is similar to theory or conjecture where it's just, um, it's a worse version of two different cards, but you get to pick which one, and that's the value, right? So, Chant of Hubris, uh, Golden Spiral, really. So, that's actually, that wasn't in action form before the Exalt Ready and User-Friendly creatures. So, that's kind of nice to be able to do, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, we had some stuff in Logos that we might want to do that with, not bad. Oh, we got a Faust, that's nice. Medicus Lacus, okay. And, you know, we can raise the tide with those Seaborgs maybe and avoid paying the chain costs. So, um, Medicus Lacus being a threat there. We have Spoils of Battle to actually do some capturing on two creatures that will matter for Faust and Medicus Lacus. Nice. Two of those. Oh, I like it. All right. That's, um, yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Good stuff. Let's see what we get in Starlance. Uh, we'll start off with United Action. It's an action with Alpha and for the remainder of the turn you may play cards from any house for which you have cards in play, but you can't use cards this turn. Um, it's been pointed out Diplomat Agung is really good with this because you can potentially uh, open up another house and, and just play out you know all six cards from your hand which uh is a pretty good turn with you that you can have with United Action. Um yeah. Ooh, Agent Septia. I really like Agent Septia. Agent Septia is uncommon. the four power fight reap deal one damage to a creature if the tide is high stun that creature. Uh yeah, excellent and has an armor. Ooh, force field, that's a good form of protection for a creature. Uh maybe we put it on the Septia. Maybe we want it on the Faust or the Lacus. Those are pretty good. Mm. Maybe on the Moray. We have a universal translator. That's gonna give us some crosshouse use. I love it. Two of those. Wow. Nice. An Ambervac. <laughs> Look at this four upgrades so far in Starlines. that's great and this raises the tide as well as potentially giving us some capture over time which actually would work well with the medicus lacus it's there's potentially a case if they leave the tide high where you capture two and then can immediately forge with medicus lacus um you know if they weren't paying attention you would not have to say check um but at least it's sort of like, okay, I have four, and I have Medicus Lacus, and I have Amber back, back on a creature, and the tide's high. You got to take the tide, or I'm going to forge with your Amber. That's pretty crazy. Biome Discovery is an action with a bonus Amber um, that can raise the tide. Otherwise, it does a. Uh, this is an okay effect. Look at two cards and discard one. Eh. There is Diplomat Agung, which again is. I believe if my understanding is correct, very nice with the United action, because we can play the Agung. This one actually has a draw icon. So that makes it even better with the United action, because you probably can play that card you draw, but you play the Diplomat, a- you play the United action, then you play the Diplomat Agung. And, uh, and then you can say, uh, okay, well this Faust is now Logos. And so now I can play all my Logos cards as well. Pretty cool two of those. Nice. And they're just good cards all around. I mean, being able to say, to, to get those cross house uses is just so good. Oh, Rocketeer Triska, very nice. Or Triska, as I like to call her. That's very nice. Got two Triskas. Okay. That so, I means you can even like play one, play the next one comes in ready, and then play something else here and it'll come in ready. Uh, Yeah. Very nice. And then lastly, Unity or Discord. Oh great. So Unity or Discord lets you choose you choose one. Either you use a friendly non-star alliance creature, or you return up to two friendly creatures and each upgrade attached to them to their owner's hands. That is excellent with the I mean cards like agung that have a great play effect is nice. If you have stuff next to Triska, not only do you get to bring it back, but you get to use it again. And with these upgrades that have bonus Ambers, it's also very nice because, uh, because you're, yeah, you're getting that extra Amber. So that we have a potential for really insane Amber burst in, uh, in Star Alliance. Like I said, lots of good cross house use. Lackus just kind of is a threat sitting there. We don't have a way to raise the tide, like right before we would forge. So, um that is, you know, that is what it is, but, um, still, and then, uh, yeah, and then if we, if we have some like logo stuff on the board and then get to use them on Starlight's turn, I think we're just very, very happy. This, this seems like a fun, fast deck now on, uh, so I think we're going to be pretty good on Amber generation. We have not a ton of pips, right? Four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, only nine pips, but some speed in the star Alliance that I think will really pay off. A Carpe Winham is going to probably get us two, so that's all pretty good. But then the combos that can happen in star Alliance are just going to really shoot up the uh, our ability to make amber. On the uh, we have some efficiency for sure, a lot of archive, a lot of you know crosshouse use. On the amber control side, we don't. Well, we have the Ambervac in Starlance. That's really all we have there. We have the two spoils of battle. That's pretty good. And potentially get some value out of Octavia. Um And then none none? Yeah, none in Logos. So we're just a little gonna be a little behind on the um on the amber control side, uh, board control, not a really strong suit here, but, um, but there are some options and, uh, either way this, so I think this is like a fast, fun race deck, not super controlly. It really just wants to get out and do its thing. Uh, but that is the hacker that is honestly Voltaic. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed. Oh, last thing, uh, what are we going to guess for SAS? I am going to guess. Uh, I'm going to guess that this is a 67. And uh, DOK says 65, so I was pretty close there. Yeah, and I and yeah, decent E, good, good efficiency, um, helps your opponent a little bit with uh, cards like Howling Pit and maybe Hydro Cataloger, um. And then, uh, and then low-ish amber control, which is a little bit of a problem. Although, you know, if you get into a situation where you're just cycling your deck over and over again, it becomes much less of a problem. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed it and you'll get out and forge some keys.